What's up, everybody? Back again, Windaily Sports. Tony Jigsaw Cotillo, Dave Gleckner, Jigsaw and a Bell Ringer. You know the deal. Like, subscribe, follow, sign up, get in Discord. I got to say it all over again, WindailySports.com. You know the drill. Again, the early lineup lock show right here. We do every single day. Uh, we had some good hits as well again tonight, or you could say yesterday, whatever time you're watching this. Uh, but we got nine games to talk about for this. It's like, I'll tell you what, Dave, one thing's cool. There hasn't been many days where there's been very small slates. I mean, it's been pretty action-packed so far in early going. It has. It really has. And even tonight, um, you know, we're, we're here on a Monday night getting ready for Tuesday. Been some exciting games already. Rays, Astros. Um, you know, Spencer Strider takes a no hitter into the eighth inning. Oh. So, um, but you're right. As far as these like more compact slates, you know, we're usually seeing a little bigger. Nine's still a good size. It's going to be a good one tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. And, you know, it's funny. We, we, we talked about last night about, do we pay off for Spencer Strider? And, yeah. and you were adamantly like, absolutely. Yes. And it definitely has paid off for the big ROI. Uh, but, you know, looking at this slate right here, you always look at those top tier pitchers who's in that 10 range and you only have two, which is Joey Ryan. And you have steel at 10, one from the, from the Cubs. So again, like I, I say all the time, you know, are we paying off for pitching with these guys or do we see anybody in that lower tier? That's a little more attractive. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm getting there with, I mean, Ryan, I could get there with, you know, we've talked about how the Yankees are sneaky, you know, um, you're, you're able to attack them and even like Sonny Gray's doing it again. Um, so I could, I might get there, but still 10, five seems a lot with Ryan. I mean, he's been very, very good to start the year, right? Four now. Um, but he started at 8,600, rose to 88, 96. Now it's a huge leap, 10% more. I think I'm going to try and settle down in the middle a little bit more. I'm, I'm off steel. I like steel. Don't get me wrong. Good pitcher. Um, and San Diego is a, you know, another team you can attack, especially with lefties. Max Fried did it last week, but you know, it just seems like a lot to spend over 10 K for guys that might end up in the mid twenties. Like these aren't guys that are going to get you 38, 39 potential high ceiling. They're, they're mid ceiling guys. And, and I like that, but it's just, um, I probably want to go somewhere else. And I think Charlie Morton's a good landing spot. I think Eric Lauer is too. Both Love just Lauer. under 9 K. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think exactly. It's exact. I mean, you you essentially have to really. We talk about this all the time. We can like these guys as much as we want, and the stats can be fantastic. But it's still about how do you formulate the rest of your lineup? And we say it all the time. You may be in absolute love with Joey Ryan and say, you know what, I'm all in. That's fine. But again. It's 10-5, and you really have to think about it. When you're going up against a power lineup, even though tonight they haven't looked so great, you know, odds are they're going to be back in swing uh, for the next showing. And at 10-5, if you get dinged up just a little bit, you're already lost. You, you can't win when your pitcher gets dinged up. It just can't. It's almost impossible. So uh, I love Morton. Uh, you know, I was all in on Lauer. As soon as we brought up the slate, I'm looking. I'm like, where's the value? Uh, Lauer is one of my guys. I, I get a, a really poor lineup in Detroit. Uh, you know, again, from Milwaukee, I, I, I like that a lot. Anybody from the lower tier, I know, you know, sometimes we look at really, really low. Don't know how far I want to go down, uh, you know, but again, do you, you know, do you have anybody, whether it's Singer, whether it's Canning, anybody that, that you look at and say, you know what, maybe we could take a flyer on it. Yeah, I think Ryan Nelson is someone maybe we can take a flyer on at 7,500. Young kid. Always like to take that young arm potential yeah. if I'm going to sneak down low. Um, and he's got four starts in. He got dinged up a little bit last game. Hasn't really hit the K numbers that we really wanted to see. But um, still, I think versus a Kansas City team that 
that isn't so strong with the bats. They're, you know, they jumped out a little bit early tonight, but you know, you got to get through Wit, Pascatino, and and um, Perez, and ugh, there's not much else. So I could see myself maybe get some shares of him. I'll tell you, and I know it's probably a little bit, you know, on the under own side, but even on the flip side, Brady Singer is a guy that I think can eventually. I mean, he's been, you know, bad, bad as they come, <laughs> but he just needs one of those breaks here, and maybe the break is an Arizona team, and um, he's got the, you know, he pitched. Don't forget, he pitched for the USA team, right, and um. I know he's got that potential and had eight Ks two starts ago. So maybe in that game I could see it. And you know, we're getting Canning question on the side here. I like it, Jimmy. Um, Canning's one of those guys last year, if you could remember, he was sneaky good in some starts. And so far this year, I've been averaging about you know 12 DK points. I could see some canning against Oakland. Yeah, that's a that's a good call there. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I I look at it. We talked about this before when you're, you know, you may be able to get that lower tier pitcher against a very lackluster lineup. And that's kind of when you kind of want to pinpoint, you know, your strategy and say, okay, if I'm going to pivot to these guys, at least give me a, a, a better shot when we're facing a lineup that's not equally powerful. So I, I think that's definitely somewhere that we could pivot. It's always fun to pivot because you just can't pay all out pitching. That's it have to pivot a little bit so um i think that's extremely important now on the flip side when we talk about the bats and, and the stacks and you know what lineup there's a lot of pitchers i think on this that we can attack a lot of them um but what who's those top dogs for you tonight dave well yeah you know there's some there's some slop at the bottom is what we <laughs> like to say um and i mean you know the first one you got to think about is attacking turnbull with the brewers uh, Brewers hitting a couple bombs tonight against Detroit. I think that's a decent attack spot. It's so hard to take these Angels in attack, but I mean, uh, I, I want to. It's just you know, one game they're twelve, next game they're zero. I remember they're Oakland. so high. They're yeah. so. I mean, you really got to pay deep for that, man. You do. So then you get to a team like the Mets, and and hear me out on this. This is what's tough with the Mets is they're coming off a West Coast swing here. I never like guys coming back home off a long trip but at least they had today off you know they played sunday night baseball in san fran and josiah gray while he's been good lately i mean he's been pretty good he's 374 even though he's 0 4 um he's a guy that can get a little wild and mets can work lineup so i don't mind a Mets stack either and we always talk about attacking one of those top end guys right you know one that people don't want to really take a dip in look at st louis against san francisco shulman Nea is just man he's all over the place too and and St. Luke's can stack the bats on either side of the plate and versus lefty. I think they can get a lot of heavy righties in there. So that's one lineup I might look to stack too. Jimmy checking in says, I'm thinking Lauer counting leagues 4,300 yeah. per bat, which there you go. If you could pivot on that pitching, it leaves you a big, big stack lineup. So I, I, so, I do, I do like that. And I'll say this for Jimmy. I, I like that more in GPPs, right? You know, if we're going to in cash games i might want to take a safe landing spot with a ryan and then go in the mid-tier but i love that for a gpp perspective i'll tell you what else i you know i love about when you talk about the mets you know the one thing i think it's extremely important is you know you you identify the value in some of these stacks that are so high listen pete alonzo six thousand dollars i'll be personally honest with you i'm not paying six thousand dollars for pete alonzo if i'm going to pay six grand for anybody it's going to be acuna it's going to be otani and that's probably about it uh i i can't get up to pete alonzo six thousand but here's the thing about the mets that i really like you have a ton of lower end value here. So this is where I do my favorite combo strategy is where, 
you know, you have a nine game slate. There's a couple guys I think we can pinpoint in this lineup, like a Nemo or McNeil, and also like a Marcana, who again kind of has been really good. He's only 3,200. And if you look at what he's done, 5, 12, 7, 7, 14 at 3,200, he's just above FFBP level. And he's hit safely in his last five, one multi hit game. And he's got two doubles. He's got two, well, it's only struck out one time. That's the kind of value you can get against a guy like Josiah Gray. So I, I like that call, Dave. I think w- what I would do, me personally, is I take a couple of those Mets, those lower tier Mets. Maybe possibly if you want to stack one of the big dolls, I still always say this. Go with the guy who can hit all around. So I would start with Lindor and make him your core. And then you could go down to a guy like Kana and, and take either Nemo or McNeil. And I think there you go, your three-way stack for a Mets team that's going to be really good. Yeah, I agree with all everything you said, and even sprinkling Marte when you can, because Marte's yeah. the other guy that does a little bit of everything, including stolen bases. So, and against a righty, you always got to look when who's on the mound. You can steal a little easier against righties. So, um, you know, I, I like I like where you're at. Adam checking in. What's up, Adam? Adam, Adam been to a lot of Phillies games lately, man. I've been seeing it on, you know, on the post there, which is awesome, man. Always awesome. Uh, always good from hearing our boy Adam. Now. Talking about, you know, going a little deeper, Dave, any any value stacks? I, I will tell you, I don't want to jump the gun here, but, you know, I get these little sneaky vibes, right? I, I like these little – I like – should I dare say I like a, a sneaky Kansas City stack? Um, oh. and, and you know why is I, I look at it and, again, you know, this is all gut feels, right? Nelson, you matched up, but, but, again, he hasn't been fantastic. He's given up a lot of hits. He's given up a lot of runs. He's given up four home runs in four starts. So what I think is you look at this KC lineup, and the first thing that screams at me is the V word, tremendous value. You don't have to go with Witt Jr. at top of 5,000. You know, you, you, you could go with Pasquantino. Okay, you can go with Dozier, who's just a home run or nothing guy. But then you can get really interesting and you can go with a Matt Duffy. You can go with my FFBP, which is going to be Framiel Reyes. And what I like about that, you bring up Framiel Reyes. You watch them in Cleveland do the same thing. The dude just hits the ball. Like, I, it's like a Nick Cassiano said, I, I get paid to hit baseballs. All Framiel Reyes does is hit baseballs. And he's been positive point production four out of five games. He's at 2,700. And, Dave, that number has not moved. It has not moved. So, again, you know, he's reinstated, he's going to play, and I think he's 100% in play for this game. Yeah, I, I, I love what you're saying there. Kansas City, again, you know, a team that, you know, can get sneaky, right? And you're going against the green there. So I He's like- a new dad. He's a new dad. So, you know, he was on paternity, so he's a new dad now. So I'll just say he got that extra juice in him, too. That that is and talking about new dads. Uh, Max Muncy looks like he might be. I think he's out for the next three games on the similar um, list. Uh, Jimmy checking with the Braves. Yeah, so it can go either way. I, I like what your where your mind's at, especially coming off a big night again tonight with the Braves bats. But um, you know, thinking about it, here's the only thing I'll say. I like it, but there's times when it's tough to attack a rookie pitcher because you just don't know what you're going to see. So I, I want to get a little bit more deeper and learn some about Hain. I don't understand why he's 82, 8,300 in his first start. I know he's got some value. I know coming up from the minors who he is. I, I just want to see what he's been doing in AAA. But good point. It is a valid point that you could stack against him. It could go either way. He could throw a great five-inning shutout or he could get rocked in two innings. I don't think there's anything in between. 
No, I, I, I completely agree. Derek says that's an out city call. Hey, man, it's just a gut feel, man. Like, you know, you got to you gotta be a little unique in this, and you got to dive deep into certain things, and I love to dive deep. So um, that that's one of those deep dives I, I really, really like. Now, Dave, for your part, any value, any sneaky stacks, FFVP, what you got for tonight? Yeah, like I said, I, I think one of the ones we're going to want to look at is St. Louis. And then when you talk about St. Louis, I mean – their lineup is, you know, littered with value, but that value kind of like hovers around that 3K range. So it depends what they put in there with their righties. If Jordan Walker, I think he's up to 31 now. 34, so 34. now. He's yeah. 30. He, he keeps climbing, man. He yeah. keeps climbing. I can't get there with him then. So then uh, what's one of my other stacks I like? I'm on the spot. Uh, well, you said Fran Mill's yours, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like Fran Mill Reyes. Yeah, so then I'm gonna have to dive down to the Mets, and I know Brett Beatty has been, you know, coming up. Alvarez hit his first homer the other day, so you know what? In front of their home crowd, back, you know, you know, after coming up with the team, give me Brett Beatty tomorrow. Um, I to, like to be my value player at 2500. Like I said, he he just came up recently. He's been in the lineup every day, just about. I think they gave him one day off, but um, looking good so far. Three game hitting streak. Yeah, three, listen, he's hit safely in three games. He's he's striking out, but that's what young guys do, right? And the the thing is, he's still hitting the ball. I don't listen. I don't mind if you strike out, but it, you know, as long as you can hit safely in, in these games, that's that's all we care about. So uh, I like the call because Josiah Gray is so hittable. Um, and, and again, when you're a young guy, you're playing at home in front of that home crowd. Uh, you you just feel a little more comfortable. So uh, I I definitely definitely like that call. Uh, thirteen games they are nine games Dave uh final thoughts anything else we got no I mean there you have some early games once again so in the early games you know it's going to be you know depending where you want to go but Drew Rasmussen obviously in play um I just think the guy I think the world the guy and you know today Taj Bradley kind of showed up live against the Astros I think he got a spot there Rasmussen could go over his K rate um probably going to be set around five and a half but outside of that it's like like we said earlier, the top two numbers being over 10K can still be really good for you. But the problem is I just don't think they carry that value of the super high ceiling. So I, I want to get more in the mid-range. So and that's where I'm going to be tomorrow. Yeah, I like it. We're going to call it Mid-Range Tuesday. How's that? Mid-Range Tuesday like uh, for this early live live. Make sure you give us a follow at WindailySports.com. Make sure you're hopping in that Discord as well. I know uh, there, there's a guy named Jimmy that keeps hitting us up uh, you know, in the comments, and all I tell him is that we drop our picks every day in our Discord room. It's just easier for us to do it that way. Uh, we do the stream here. We give you some value. We give you some ways that we're looking, and then make sure you're hopping in that Discord room. Uh, you know, It's labeled props, and you know whether it be Dave, whether it be my whether it be Jason, somebody's always in there dropping some really good, valuable plays. So make sure you get in tune with that as well. But as always, man, everybody for checking in. Thank you. Hit the likes button. Hit the subscribe button. Everybody stay safe and stay healthy. And we'll catch you back here next time. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.